I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Hey everyone, do you know an organization that's looking for a keynote speaker, workshop host, or retreat speaker? I am currently filling slots for the 2023 speaking year. I'd love to talk about everything that we talk about here on the podcast. You've been hearing me talk about Arbon, but you're probably wondering what it is. Arbon is a vegan, gluten-free skincare and cosmetic and nutrition company. It has strict standards for clean products and ethical business practices. The company is over 40 years old and has been doing clean before clean was the trend. These products have made an impact in my life and can make an impact in yours. Check the link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siggett, your host here at this podcast. And guys, I got to be honest with you. I keep falling back into these practices of opening up this podcast the same exact way. I am so sorry. I got to keep working on this, but I will. Don't worry. It just is comfortable to be back on the mic and be talking with all of you guys. So I fall into those habits, but I'll work on it. So today's episode is a really neat episode. I kind of want to give you a little bit of a background because I think, you know, social media is so cool on how it connects people. So I was just doing what we all do, mindfully flip through Facebook. And as we know, there are reels now on Facebook. And so I'm I'm just sucked into all the reels to watch people. And I'm flipping through the reels and I see this beautiful woman with such a spirit come through on this reel. And I was like, oh, I got to stop. I got to watch this. So she sucked me in on this reel. And then it was like, who is this woman? So then I had to find her on Instagram. And I just started binge watching her reels because you get drawn in by this spirit and this personality and you want to hear what she has to say. Cause I have, I have learned like she's, she's real. She keeps it real with what she says and what she does, which to me is really awesome. So I just did what I did and I reached out to her and said, hey, I've been binge watching your reels. I do a podcast. Have you ever thought about being a podcast guest? And guess what? She wrote me back. Oh, because I've done this before and not everyone will write you back. So it is amazing when someone sees what you do, they see your request and they're like, sure, I'd love to do this. So I would like to introduce you to this amazing woman that I found through Instagram and Facebook Reels. So I'd like to introduce you to Kendra Sion. Hi, Kendra. How are you doing? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I'm really good. And that was such an intro. I'm like, now my eyes are welled up with tears. Is this the way we're supposed to start a podcast? (laughs) I am so touched by what you just shared. Um, you didn't prep me on that part. <laughs> no, there there are things that I leave out of our initial interview so we can get those real reactions. And I want you to hear the real reaction from me. Um, yeah. 
Because, I mean, I, I was honest with you on how I found you. And still, even after we've connected, I've been seeing your reels. Um, you just jumped into the creek and you showed us the creek with the cold water. Totally. I, and so I don't want to come off as, as being fake by any means whatsoever. I, I actually did what I said. I started binge watching your reels uh, because I do believe your approach to your health and wellness and your weight and your mindset is like no BS. You, I mean, one, you're entertaining. Um, so you, you, you gotta love that, that you're, you're just entertaining on what you do, but you give such simple approaches that anyone can do it. Yeah. And some of the, and we'll get into this, but some of the tips that you talk about are like light bulb moments that it's like, wow, hold on a minute here. And and that's that's what drew me in. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's got something to say here and I want to listen. Well, that's so awesome because that's exactly my, my point go, getting out there. I'm like, how do I put out these things in a way that feels like a light bulb moment? Like, oh, whoa, like something just clicks in, you know, when you hear the right thing. And it's communicated in a way that's simple. And thank you for saying that I'm entertaining. I do try to, try to be somewhat entertaining because I know that that's what we pay attention to, yeah. right? And it's also just naturally part of my personality too is, you know, I want to bring humor and some lightheartedness into something that's like really serious, you know, like we're talking about like some people have a lifelong struggle with their weight and with food and I just want to bring some lightheartedness to it. So I am just so happy that you um, are picking up on what I'm throwing down. Yes. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Well, I, I mean, I am a person who I don't I don't necessarily want to say the word struggle because I don't think I struggled with weight. I was conscious of my mm. weight and my body from a very early age. I was never the skinny mini girl. I was never going to be the bikini model. I'm also not the height for it. Uh, so it's always something that's conscious to me. But I'll be really honest with you. I am sick of seeing the tanned people who have six packs, who are wearing their uh, sports bras and the biker shorts, or the men who have the muscles, and they're all like prettied up and telling me what I need to do. I mean, I appreciate if they had a journey that got them to where they are, but a lot of times that's real. That's not them. That That's not who you're seeing. And it's very almost formulaed and stiff. And um, I think your approach is completely different. You know, you're like, hey, this is this is what's going on. What drew me in, the, the reel that you did was about cravings and overeating. And you said, stop, wait three minutes and think about, see what's coming up in your mind during these three minutes. And is mm -hmm. that what is causing you to go back to the refrigerator, 
to, you know, put the food in your mouth? Like, what are you dealing with? And, and, you know, filling in the blanks, is it anxiety? You talk about boredom as being a Uh reason to eat, but you're basically telling us stop and listen to yourself. Listen to your body. Yeah. Instead of all of these people with gimmicks. Right. So I I appreciate your approach. And I feel like I I totally got ahead of us. So why don't we back up? Yeah, no, that's awesome. You're you're a good student. You're paying attention. (laughs) You're retaining the information. I, I think the best way to learn is to actually teach. So I love that you actually just went back and like, you know, repeated back a lot of the things that you learned. Like that shows me that you're really internalizing it. So that's awesome. The whole boredom thing, I'm really kind of tuned in now. Um, Am I eating just out of, I don't know what else to do with myself. So let's go see what's in the refrigerator. Oh, it's huge. It's huge. So many people. (laughs) So you're you're putting it in front of me as making me think and making me be more in tuned and intentional. It's something big in my life. I try to be more intentional. And mm-hmm. this was an area where I could be more intentional. So I appreciate that. Yeah. So I I want to kind of get to who you are. And I, I've got to share on, I think it's your website, that says that you are an ex-overeater ex-body hater on a mission to teach the tools for freedom from struggle with food and body image. Yeah. I I love that. It explains where you're coming from, but having the the tools of, of for freedom, that part really got me because there are times in my life that I feel so much pressure burden, expectation to do things I'm supposed to do. The the shoulds, the supposed tos, I have tos kind of stuff. And I'd love to be free from some of that. So yeah. tell us about your journey and how you got to the point of teaching us about this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I joke that um, I might be one of the few people on the planet who can truly claim that I started with body image issues from the day that I was born. Um, (laughs) So a lot of people could say, like, I literally have been struggling this for a lifetime. And I can literally say since the day I was born, I was born 10 pounds. And... (laughs) That was like a thing. Like it was seriously like a thing for my mom, like the conversations that, you know, people would be, oh my God, what a huge baby. Oh my goodness. And I honestly, I think that that I internalized that from a really young age, but not only just from that, it was also just a conversation that came up like throughout my life. It would be like, oh, tell them the story of how you were born and you were 10 pounds. And as you were coming out, the doctor said, congratulations on your big, beautiful baby boy. Oh, wait, it's a girl. (laughs) Oh, no. So that story carried on with me. And um, and then also just the, you know, the consciousness on my body. I, I just honestly, I thought that I was the I just thought I was the big kid, you know, like I was the big one of my friends. Um, I would, I was constantly comparing myself to other people around me, to, um, my sister who was a lot thinner than me. And, uh, and so from a very early age, I, um, 
I just have this kind of like big kid mentality, big, like I'm big boned. Um, but then I also had a lot of, um, you know, I didn't have a lot of skill around emotion, which that does not make me unique. Right. <laughs> All humans have emotions. And, um, and what's crazy is that we're not taught how to deal with our emotions. Um, probably the most that I got taught about emotions was like, maybe Mr. Rogers would, you know, do, do some kind of an episode yeah. on feeling your feelings. Um, so I'm sure that sunk in on a little bit, but I, it's like emotions literally affect every single human on the planet and they affect every single aspect of our life. And so it really boggles my mind that this isn't in our education, Mm -hmm. you know, because we obviously can't count on our parents (laughs) to give us that information. And so I, but anyways, I, I'm saying this because I had, you know, I had emotions, didn't know how to process them, didn't know how to feel them. And I turned to food from a very early age. I turned to food. And that turned into um, just a real, you know, because I was turning to food, it turned to gaining weight. And because I already had that imprint of like, I'm fat. um, And then, of course, during the time that I was growing up, this was in like the 80s and the 90s, where it was all about, you know, uh, low fat diets and, you know, exercising like a mad person. And so from a super early age, I got into dieting Um, and dieting, of course, led to binging and restricting and then binging and restricting. And and so I um, I developed some pretty serious eating disorders over the years. Um, Bulimia was probably the, the longest lasting one. Um, compulsive exercise, basically just like, you know, like I couldn't hang out with friends if I hadn't exercised that day. So I would like bail on plans. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I, I mean, I, I went through a lot of different phases, but the, the key theme was just struggle. (laughs) It was such a struggle and up and down with my weight and um, just really wanting to figure it out, really wanting to figure it out. And, um, and I told myself at some point on the journey, I was like, I am absolutely determined to figure this out. I will figure this out. And when I do, I'm going to help other people. Yeah. Like I'm, gonna start crying right now but but I was because I'm I'm just as I'm saying it I'm realizing like I am now that future self that I was intending to be and um so yeah so that's an idea of my story (laughs) such a beautiful story too and I'm I'm glad you're having uh, the opportunity to recognize the journey that you've been on and the place that you're at right now, you know, to achieve that dream or goal that you had for yourself, you that one, yep. you figured it out. I you you it did out. you accomplished it. And two, you're going that next step and you want to share it with others so that they can make that change in their life. 
Yeah. So that that's that's pretty amazing. Being a change maker, not just for yourself but others. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I I'm determined to make this be more than just about like feeling good in a bikini. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I am going to figure this out for myself, but also for other people. Yeah. And I think a lot um, that self-love, like it, it doesn't have to be a number on the scale or a number on the tag, but it yeah. needs to be a point where we are are happy in our own skin. And I know kind of sounds cliche and, and other people are saying it, but but when you finally come to the acceptance of, I just want to be happy and healthy and really, truly believe it. Yeah. And that that's that's where the power is, is really, truly believing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, what you shared about loving yourself, um, that is a huge part of what I teach when people want to start this journey with me is like, even if you feel like you look disgusting and you really hate the way that you've been being and you hate the habits that you have. And, you know, there's a lot of like hate and disgust and shame and like, you know, all these emotions that don't don't feel good. It's really important to decide I am going to practice doing everything on this journey from a place of love. And just starting with that intention, because you might not be like 100% on board with that, (laughs) like, you know, to just say like, okay, I'm going to love myself through this, that you have to start where you are, right? right? But like, that was a major shift for me in allowing things to click in in a different way, because I had begun been coming from such a place of like, you know, hating myself and being disgusted by myself. And for that to be the fuel for exercising, like that's not helpful. No, I have tried to give um, the guidance here on the podcast that you need to be working towards something positive instead of running from something negative. You're going to be more successful when you're looking forward positively. That motivation is going to be there more and the shame is going to be there when you're running from something and all those negative feelings. And it's kind of like that monkey that's on your back and that monkey's not helping you get anywhere. Right. Yep. And and this image, just a powerful image came to mind as you were saying that, which is like being pushed forward which like doesn't feel good. And if you're not up to speed with it, you're going to trip over yourself and end up on the ground, right? right. Or like back at squares, square one, which is what would keep on happening for me is like, you know, the hating myself into health would work for only so long. And then I'd, you know, find myself on the ground and then having to start back over versus I have this image of being pulled towards something. So I forget exactly what you said, but but it's like, that difference of being pushed into something versus being pulled, drawn towards it. Yes. There's something like, it's almost just a natural thing. Like I'm being drawn towards that, like without having to like effort it or whatever. Yes. That's going to be so much more sustainable, right? <laughs> and, and so much more enjoyable 
which will allow for those habits to happen easier and for those habits to kind of solidify. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Oh, I, I, like, I, I'm, like, I physically am feeling what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I think we just figured something out. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, so I, I'm com- again, I, I'm just completely on board with your approach of things. Um, you know, coming from, you know, the, the person who has had the, the body journey and also as a counselor, you know, the mental health professional and looking at a person for more than just a number. Um, weight a lot of times is a symptom of something else. Um, or it's a output of something. Um, and getting, getting down to it and being with ourselves and trying to figure that out, you're, you're going to have more success. And the, the interesting thing is the success isn't just going to be with the body. There's so much more that is going to come along with that. I'm so so glad that you're saying that. It is so true because, you know, I'll admit, I started this journey very much from an external, like, um, I just wanted to look good. You know, I, I just wanted to fit in with my friends that I thought were hotter and prettier than me, um, be attractive to boys. And like, that's, that's what I wanted. Um, but, oh my God, like the other byproducts of, you know, having that goal and coming to a true, like, it's a, to me, the way I put it is like, it's a journey of becoming. Mm -hmm. It's not just like, I have this weight loss goal and like, oh great, I get to that goal and now, okay, like, (laughs) you know, whatever. It's like all these secondary byproducts of getting there and like who I had to become on the way and who I am now. I mean, just to name a few, just to give an idea. Cause yep. some people are like, no, I really just want to lose the weight. Like I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. It's like, I, the presence that I have with people now, like that alone, like I could just stop right there and say like that alone is a gift from this journey that I would actually take all the weight back. I would gain a hundred pounds and maintain the sense of pr- true presence that I have with people and my life um, that I, I wouldn't trade for. The, I mean, that is everything to me because I was so preoccupied mm-hmm. with food, what I, I should be eating, what I shouldn't be eating, what I look like, all of that crap. And while I was with another person, while I was with uh, or while I was on vacation, like Part of my attention was there, but most of my attention was on the obsession that I had. And now that's completely gone. Like, whoa. <laughs> like yeah. the weight loss is seriously just like this little tiny bonus, <laughs> you know, like feeling good in anything that I wear is just like, it's just like this little bonus, but that being able to be present, whoa. And and I think about, you know, just the scenario and and in my head, I've got flashes of different times in my past where you're, maybe it's a date, maybe it's a wedding, maybe it's a job interview, um, but you're wearing something that has to go with that event. Oh, yes. 
and you're like, okay, am I sitting the right way? <laughs> it, it is, is my, you know, um, Spanx showing underneath this? Um, totally. Make sure that the buttons aren't separating to where you can see my bra. Yeah. You, you know, through the whole for the pictures, through the whole interview, you're like, please tell me that I didn't lose that button right at my waist. Um, <laughs> and because I'm talking and I'm I'm trying to come off as intelligent and competent, but oh my gosh, what if that button popped? Yeah. How many times have we been in our head? Instead of being present in the experience or in the situation, um, when we've been out on a date and we've been so self-conscious of ourselves, and we really didn't get to know the other person or let the other person get to know us because we're so like, okay, I can't eat that. I don't want to look like a pig. Um, no that's going to yeah. be too messy. <laughs> What's he going to yeah. think if I do this? And, you know, our, so all of that is like what you're paying attention to, right? Like there's part of your attention on, on the food, what you look like, all that. And then part of your attention on the moment, the interaction, the connection with the person, but very, very little <laughs> if you're anything like I was. Um, and one way to look at attention is that it actually takes energy to yes. pay attention, right? And so if you're putting so much attention on the losing the weight, on the food, on the, oh my God, I messed up, all that. All of that is taking up so much energy. Imagine if all of that energy was freed up, like no more energy was being put on any of that other stuff and all of your energy was freed up. What would you do with that? And like, that's what I've been discovering over the last few years of me freeing up that energy is like, oh my God, like I have energy for my relationships. I have energy for my hobbies. Like I have energy to make art. I'm, I'm back making art like crazy. I'm sitting in my art I see. studio right now. Yeah. And it's like, all of, all of this energy. Now I have energy to put towards a, a career and a business, like all this energy that, that comes. And I think of all the people on the planet and I'm speaking to all genders. So I know a lot of people focus on weight loss for women and that's great. And I'm speaking to everyone because I know that this is not just a woman's issue. But I just think if all the energy that's been robbed by this diet mentality and by, you know, this obsession, if that was all freed up, what would the world look like? Like, what would people be creating with all of that energy? And I, you know, I don't want to spend time feeling sad or pity for, for us. Like, oh my God, like we're so not living our potential or anything like that, but it is an interesting way to, to look at it. And it's been such a gift for me. And I, I, I want to impress that upon anyone who might be listening, who maybe has been thinking that it's all about how you're going to look. And I really want to open up that person's mind to thinking like, actually, what else would be possible yeah. with all that energy? 
My my listeners know that I talk about energy a lot, and a question that I have written at my desk at work, um, because this is a place that really needs it, is it's a question that says, where do you want to spend your energy? Because I can be the person who goes and spirals and goes down the rabbit hole for things that really don't have a purpose other than feeding my anxieties, mm-hmm. feeding my insecurities feeding my need to control things, but at the end, it doesn't change anything. So I've learned, is this where you want to spend your energy? Is it really worth your energy? Because it's not that I have more energy now. I I do relatively, but I now have energy because I was exhausted. I was exhausting myself. And now by protecting my energy, I can live a full life. Uh, It's interesting how you do that when you really be intentional with what you're doing. Yeah. Kendra, all of this information is so amazing. We're making this episode into a two-parter. So listeners out there, make sure you're checking out next week for the second part of this interview. But Kendra, I want to make sure our listeners know where they can find you. So where can they get a hold of you? Awesome. Yeah. Well, you can come to my website, which is KendraSeon.com. And I trust that she'll have the spelling all for you I so will. that you can go to it. But I'm also on all the social media platforms. And, and almost every day I'm on there sharing different coping tools, different tools that you can use on your journey to stopping overeating and creating and maintaining a body you love. Yeah. And as I said, I love your reels. Uh, they're short, they're sweet, but they are so, one, very entertaining. But two, they have just some of these techniques that you can do sitting right there or that are so simple, anyone can do it. So I definitely suggest checking Kendra out on her social media. I will have all the links down below and all of her handles. Uh, so check out everything that she has to offer. And on my website as well, you can join in for my masterclass where I'm going to teach you all of my food philosophy, how to balance your hormones. I teach you all kinds of coping skills. All of that is going to be in this one masterclass that you can just download for free right now to get you started. Download for free. That is awesome. Yeah. I like Kendra, I have enjoyed talking with you this whole time and to get more of you and for free, that <laughs> that is pretty amazing. Um, so all my listeners, go check out her website. Check out this masterclass that she has. I know that it is worth it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. So everyone, come back next week for part two. Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.